first of all, congratulations to uh, Coach Freeman and Notre Dame. Uh, he's got a heck of a team, and what a football game that was out there um, tonight, and what a great environment. So congratulations to them, and um, heck of a game. Um, certainly, we had our opportunities. When you score twice on defense, you ought to win the football game, and had some sloppiness out there, certainly at times, you know, but just so um, so proud of our football team, you know, played with, I think, 12 guys tonight on offense and defense that didn't that played against Clemson that didn't play tonight. So for us to be down that many players and for those guys to play their butts off like they did and, and um, leave everything out there like they did, I'm uh, really, really, really proud to be their coach. And um, just the, the fight, we just sit in the locker room in there. We got a hurting group of guys um, um, that left it all out there and played for one another. And, and it's special what we have in that locker room. And um, very few teams, I think, I don't know, it's just unique what we have. Certainly want to thank our fans that made the trip down here to Jacksonville and Greg McGarity and the Gator Bowl and the week they put on for us. We had a great time. Uh, not the outcome that we wanted, but what an environment that was out there tonight. And so thankful for our fans and and um, and um, the way they traveled down here. We had the best fan base in the country, and they showed it as well. Questions? Shane, after uh, Xavier's second touchdown, the offense seemed to kind of bog. I think four drives with minus 14 yards. Just, did they throw something different at you? Was it just not guys not executing? What happened, though? Yeah, just kind of they didn't do anything different. We just didn't perform as well as we needed to. Had an opportunity there after the uh, interception that Nick Barrett got, plus territory. I think we're up one score at that point. I mean, we got we to gotta punch that in for seven at that point. And, no, and, uh, I mean, they did they give them credit. I mean, they got a good football team. They kind of did what they do. And, and um, you know, we got uh, beat out there on the perimeter a couple times on some perimeter plays and, and just didn't execute as well as we needed to. From from the press box, it looked like Freddie was calling plays for you guys. Can, can you confirm that? Or, and what sort of went into the game plan? Yeah, it was plan group effort. Uh, the whole staff was doing a great job. Freddie and Nick Coleman did a great job throughout the game of doing stuff along with the rest of the offensive staff. Um, Freddie and Nick were on the in the office while most of the staff was out on the road recruiting, so they were able to really do a great job of uh, putting the initial game plan together. And then there was great, uh, great collaboration on the headphones today amongst the entire offensive staff. And, and just kind of following up, and how, how difficult what was it to try to put a run game together when obviously you're missing some pieces and, and, and they've got it's a tough. No ball. excuse. I mean, they're they're good up front. They're hard to run the football on. Um, you know, we were able to pop some runs in there early and not not well enough, consistently enough, and, and losing Nate Atkins. I think we lost him in the third quarter for the rest of the game, and that was really, 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 you know, we didn't have really just we had one tight end coming into the game essentially, and we lost him where, to an upper body injury in the second half, and, and that's not to make excuses, but that certainly, you know, affected our ability to do some things in the run game as, uh, as well. Shane, what can you say about the overall uh, progress this season, what it means for your program, and can you say a little bit about Kai Kroger today and overall this season? Uh, I would hope the progress that we've made is extremely uh, evident with what we've done to this point. Uh, um, you know, everybody, that's why we, we put so much into this season, uh, Gene. That's why everybody, that locker room's hurting like they are 
right now, but to be a team that was one and two and then to win seven out of nine games to beat Kentucky for the first time up there and forever to beat Texas A&M for the, literally the first time ever to beat back-to-back top 10 teams um, in back-to-back weeks as an unranked opponent, which was the seventh time that's only happened in the history of college football um, to come down here and play our asses off. Excuse my language. My daughter back there is going to be extremely mad at me, but to play our rear ends off um, today like we did and, and to just, I mean, we had guys at halftime, Gene, that, I mean, just the things they had to do at halftime to be able to go back out there and play in the second half. I would hope that it's very evident the progress that we've made. And Eric Douglas said it to you guys in that press conference yesterday that they've, we've laid a great foundation, but this program's just getting started. And uh, he's exactly right. Uh, we're not happy about the outcome today, but to be sitting here and playing in a bowl game like this with a chance to win a ninth, a ninth game when two years ago when this pro, we took over with this uh, program, certainly we were a long way from uh, having a chance to win nine games in Jacksonville in the Gator Bowl. And then Kai was awesome. Um, you know, they're, we got to be better on the punt team. Had too many mechanical issues today and a couple penalties, and they lead the country in block punts. So we were, you know, trying to – it's kind of a cat-and-mouse game out there, and they certainly got us on a couple of them with delay of games. But Kai did an awesome job of controlling field position. And then another, um, another uh, fake for a completion slash touchdown as well. So that's something we've been working since literally last year and um, finally got an opportunity to call it that fake field goal. Hey, Coach, what what were your thoughts on um, that fake uh, field goal that ended up being uh, the touchdown? Why did you call that at that point in time? And, you know, that was your own spin on Beamer ball? (laughs) Yeah, um, it was just something that uh, we had some options off that play and something that, you know, we felt good about going into the game. I just felt had some momentum and and uh, I forget how what yard line we were on, but there was a little bit of wind out there and had confidence in, in Mitch, you know, being able to, to hit a field goal there, no question about it, but just something that we felt good about. And, and Kai's got some options off the play based on how they cover it. And, and um, you know, uh, we got some pretty good athletes out there, and Hunter Rogers and, and uh, Mitch Jeter both, and, and Kai's got a great feel for it. So really just, you know, wanted to be aggressive coming into this game, and, and uh, that was an opportunity for us to, to do something. You know, and we, and we knew special teams was going to be key in this game. I mean, they had a huge play on the fake punt, and, and – uh, and uh, and we certainly had some opportunities to do some things as well and didn't get it done. Two for you, but it seems like the wide receivers and defensive backs played a lot of young guys there. How do you feel like that those two groups played with so many young guys? And, and can you kind of take me through the, the end of the first half, the big 30-yard swing with the two penalties there and what happened? Yeah, um, we certainly played some really, really young guys on um, – on the perimeter, on defense, I mean, Keenan Nelson was a guy that had already played at all this year, and he started today at nickel. And then O'Donnell Fortune and, you know, Marcellus Dial, Sales play a lot of snaps, but OD hasn't a ton. And, I mean, we started three true freshmen in, in the secondary today with DQ and Nick and and, uh, and Keenan, and those guys did a great job. And, and then on the perimeter as well, I mean, we went into this game with, with knowing that Leggett, Juice, uh, AB and DK were going to be our top four receivers. And after that, it was going to be a combination of Peyton Mangrum, who's primarily been a special teams guy for us, Landon Sampson, who really, I don't even think he's played. And, um, and, uh, and, and then Omega Blake, who really hasn't played. So those guys got in there and battled and got thrown into some tough situations for sure, but certainly did a, uh, did a great job. And then the, the end of the first half, um, 
um, had a return where obviously we, we we got a great stop. Awesome job by our defense getting a stop. We got them backed up. Got a chance now for field position and um, um, had a return that you know DK's faking like he's catching the ball and trying to draw some guys up there, which we did. Pulled their gunner off DK and then got a return started with um, with AB and. Um, you know, I didn't see the replay, but I thought it was a tough call. I mean, if, if DK wanted to, if DK wanted to blow the guy up, he would have blown the guy up. DK's teaching what we, what we teach that technique, and um, you know, I was told it was a blind side block, which you know maybe it was, I don't know, but I saw DK trying to be a smart football player and and not blow the guy up and kind of throw his back into it just to keep from getting a penalty, and then. Um, I've got to be better. Can't um, can't cost us 15 yards there with a with a penalty. Um, thank God for uh, John McDade and the SEC and the officiating crews we have in that league. I'll say that. Um, disappointing about some things that happened. A couple of those guys did our bowl game last year as well. So you know I'm so thankful for John and his leadership in our conference and and um, and uh, you know I don't. I'll say this. I don't believe I deserve to get a f- flag. You know, I hate to see it sometimes when when officials try and make the game about them. And I'll be honest, I think a couple times in the first half that took place. You know, we got talked to more in 30 minutes than we did 12 games in the SEC this season. And um, and uh, you know, the the group of guys that were on our hat on our sideline in the second half, awesome. You know, professional and all that. First half disappointed with some things, but again, I got to be better. I can't get us 15 yard penalties, and I told the team that at halftime. Uh- I mean, going back to the big picture, you talked. You've been a lot part of a lot of teams more than 20 years as coach. When you think of this team, 2022 South Carolina, what are you going to remember most about this season, just in general? Oh man, just so many, um, so many memories. And I, and I know I told you guys, and y'all thought I was, you know, like a broken record every week. But they just they came. They they love to work. They love each other. Um, they care about each other. Um, you know, I mean, we had a hour and 15 minute team meeting last night of just guys just the seniors talking about what people mean to them and the players talking about what the seniors mean to them and whatnot and and uh, it's a group that just loves to work and when I when I told you guys every single Sunday night that 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 uh that uh, they just came to work every single Sunday win or lose they did and we never had to like motivate them to go practice hard or never had to motivate them to get out there and go back to work they just they love to compete they love to work they don't complain i mean we had some awesome practices this month and uh, you know that's what i'll remember and just when we when we had adversity this season we always responded you know and and we lost two games two of our first three games and and i'm getting asked about the give up and stuff like that on this team and what did we do we responded and and won seven and nine like i said and got a bunch of fighters and anytime we Anytime we lost a game, we always, you know, came right back and, and responded the next week. You know, I just says it all for us to play like we did against uh, who was that Florida, and then come back and do what we did the next week against Tennessee. It's just a group of guys that believe in each other and love one another, and and uh, and I hope that showed. And I hope our fans, and I believe they do, can appreciate our team and and uh, the passion and joy they play with. And you know, we need to tonight. I needed to coach better and. We needed to perform better in a lot of areas for sure because I wasn't good enough. Uh, Buckner, their quarterback, hadn't played in a while. Yeah. Uh, how, how different did he look today than with the little film that you did have on him? And how does he change them with that mobility versus what they yeah, had? Yeah, he's a good athlete. I mean, he was a, 
he was a uh, the starting quarterback at the beginning of the season for a reason. And I know how talented Drew Pine is. I mean, when I was at Oklahoma, we recruited Drew Pine like crazy and were crushed when we didn't get him. And uh, so I know how talented Drew is. But so for Tyler, I don't know him, but for him to be named the starting quarterback going into the season kind of tells you everything you needed to know about him. And and I don't know the severity of his injury that he had at the beginning of the season, but what a tough kid he is to go out there and run the ball like they did tonight. They made some nice calls with him, and, and he's a good athlete. He made some big-time throws, and and um, you know they certainly caught our uh, young DBs and, and some good some, some plays that were tough on us, and he did a great job of capitalizing on, on, on it as well. But he didn't look a lot different, to answer your question. He looked good the first two games, and he obviously played well tonight. Shane, can you tell us a little more about DQ and the season that he had, a true freshman, I mean, played right away and showed a penchant for making some big plays for you? you. Yeah, DQ's awesome. Um, You know, him and Nick both to come in as true freshmen from right in Columbia and not be recruited at all, um, uh, they're awesome. And, you know, DQ's a guy, he's he's a smart kid, Rick. I mean, he played nickel throughout the season. He played safety today. Uh, he was starting on special teams today. Same thing for Nick. I mean, those guys continue to get better each and every week, and they're big-time players and, and uh, excited that they're just freshmen. You know, we got a lot of young players that played out there today, and, and they're only going to continue to get better. Yeah, I'm sure that's a hard moment at the end there to get that unsportsmanlike that makes that fourth down so much longer. Just kind of what is the message to the guys after, you know, you have a game kind of end unsatisfyingly like that? Um... Well, on that one, I mean, I don't know what they – I know they had the uh, the personal foul on Sportsmanlike earlier in the drive that gave us 15 yards, and I didn't see exactly what happened. I think they were being um, pretty aggressive with Spencer on the ground, and um, officials said he didn't see that. And But regardless, they're usually going to catch the second guy, so we we got to be smarter there and not come in there and retaliate and, and get a 15-yard penalty there. But, you know, they made the call, but that, that can't happen. I mean, we've been a disciplined football team, and we told the team coming into the game, Emily, that that in bowl games it's like a first game because there is such a long layoff, whether it be special teams plays, you saw that today, uh, missed tackles, but penalties especially. And uh, we pride ourselves on playing smart football, and, and we did today. We didn't retaliate a couple times, and they got 15-yard penalties, but certainly that's a – critical one when you're in plus territory and then you get an intentional grounding and I guess it was back-to-back plays intentional grounding and then a late hit on sportsmanlike that's a tough way to finish for sure it's obviously emotional ending a season the way that does like that but when you look at kind of what you're saying the progress from year one when you guys take over in December December 6th what 2020 I guess to now what does that look like and, and where do you feel like you guys are right now as a program and, and what you know was accomplished over those two years yeah um we've accomplished a lot uh to come in and you know very few people i think thought in 2021 that we'd finish the season in a bowl game and we finished the season in a bowl game in a bowl victory in charlotte last year uh there's a lot of people that probably didn't think that we were gonna we had a tough schedule this year and people didn't think we may be in a bowl game this year not only did we get in a bowl game we won eight games and and um you know nationally ranked coming into this game so we made a ton of progress and it's just uh it's just the beginning, you know. Certainly, our the depth is not where it needs to be, you know, right now. And and um, the way that we're the the young men that we have in our program, the people that we have in our program, the way that we're recruiting right now uh, with the signing class that we just put together that signed in December, 
and the the head start that we're on in the 2024 class and all that as well. We're uh, we're uh, you know Eric said it last yesterday in that press conference. I mean we're headed this way and and uh, we're just we're just getting started. You know for sure it's a journey and today was a bump and, and a really really a loss that really 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 hurt. But we got the right people in uh, in our program. You can tell that by the hurt that, that's in that locker room right now. There's not many uh, dry eyes to say the least. Hey, Coach, um, Spencer Rattler, um, last three games played extremely well. Today's numbers weren't quite as gaudy, but he made a lot of big-time throws. Well, what do you think has allowed him to finish the season the way he has? Uh, he's a great player. He's a competitor. He's a great young man. Um, you know, I thought he – I don't know what his stats were in the second half, but I know at halftime he was lighting it up and uh, was was like 21 of 20 – five or six or something, I think, at the half. And, and certainly, uh, you know, had some uh, some pressure, and, and we got to help him with some of the throws in the second half. But he's a he's a heck of a football player that, you know, continued to get better as the season went on and, and um, um, uh, certainly was a catalyst to us having the success that, that we had throughout the season as well. Thanks to, again, Greg McGarrity and the Gator Bowl, everyone at the Sawgrass Marriott that we stayed this week. They were awesome. It's been a first-class um, experience. I want to send my thoughts and prayers out to the family of Joe Taylor in uh, South Carolina. It died unexpectedly last, yesterday and, and tragically. Um, somebody that you know has done so much for the state of South Carolina, somebody that's done so much for the city of Columbia, lives around the corner from me and is a great, great friend and a great, great Gamecock. So talked to his son today. And, Told him that we were going to try and get him one tonight, and we weren't able to get it done. So hate that, but thinking of thinking of he and his family as well, and hope all Gamecocks are also. And uh, thanks to all of you. I know there's some new faces, but want to pre- appreciate all the beat people that cover us and have to spend time with me every Sunday on a teleconference and every Tuesday in the press conference and every uh, post game deal like this. Appreciate the sacrifices that you guys make and the hard work that y'all you know put in throughout the year as well. So God bless. Everybody travel safe and go Gamecocks.